0: Let me tell you about a product. I can't believe I'm I'm endorsing this product just because you know I, I don't know. I'm not a you know I'm not a celebrity athlete or anything else. In fact, I'm quite the opposite. I want to talk to you about Sweat Block. It is a deodorant and antiperspirant that I have tried, and it is it's unlike anything else I've ever I've ever tried. It's the the stick is really good the wipes you wipe under one arm before you go to bed or both arms you know one arm at a time and you wipe these wipes on there and then you go to bed next morning you get up shower you don't have to put deodorant or antiperspirant on for a week it is really exceptional stuff you can try it for free right now trysweatblock.com try sweatblock.com go there now you get a no strings attached starter package of sweatblock wipes for free you pay 99 cents in shipping that's it that's it try sweatblock.com get a free starter pack Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program, final hour. We are going to talk a little bit about the special that we had last night, how Christians are coming under attack. The government and the radical left, the media, they are they're operating in a coordinated way to discredit and destroy people of faith. That has to be done. You're going to destroy a nation. You have to destroy the religion of that nation. And, and you have to stand up against it. Here's, I'm not going to stand up you know, and say, a bullet in my head, if they're saying two plus two equals whatever. I just want to see how you arrived at that. I'm going to protest about it. I'm going to raise a stink about it, but I'm not going to lose my life over it. When you start messing with my children in morality, I'm much more likely when you tell me to violate the eternal truths that I know about Jesus Christ and God, I will take a bullet to the, I I shouldn't say that. I would hope that I would be that guy. None of us really know in the end, especially if you haven't exercised your um, courage muscle when it comes to anything. What God are we worshiping now? Are we worshiping our job and our reputation? Or are we worshiping a God that stands for eternal principles? And how do you do that in America today? I think we have one of the smartest business guys and one of the most ethical, decent men I've ever met. He joins us in 60 seconds. So if you're waiting to start stocking up on emergency food until things are really bad, you and I have a definite, different definition of what bad is. Because I think we're at the part where it's getting really bad. We're somewhere between, I don't know, wars and rumors of wars, I think. Um, so please be prepared. The economy is going to take another shock. It, You know, if things, if things uh, would get better, we're still gonna have to pay for all the damage that we have done to this nation and our finances. That could be trouble for your family. Please go to My Patriot Supply, mypatriotsupply.com. You $250 savings now. We're fast approaching uh, the day where you're gonna have to take care of yourself or be able to help others that are in need. Go to My Patriot Supply. Get a three month food supply for each member of your family. Maybe some extra if you're in the position where you might be able to help others. It is MyPatriotSupply.com. Save $250 now. MyPatriotSupply.com. So there is a new book out. It is called Leadership Not by the Book uh, by David Green and Bill High from Hobby Lobby. Welcome, David. How are you, sir? Thank you. It's good to be here with you. Oh, it's good to see you again. Yeah. Um, So, first of all, I did a special last night um, about how the FBI and the federal agencies and the media are weaponizing against Christians and as individuals and as business.
1: You uh, were – your fine was how much – well, they were going to find me one point three million dollars a day, a if, day. I didn't, if I didn't follow their instructions. Because we got that number by the number of employees we had. It's like a thousand dollars a day per employee, so that was a lot of money. So one point three was what we were looking at. And and the, all all you had to do was just offer.
0: Birth control or abortion,
1: right? There were, there were four pills that we uh, and in prescriptions that we could not provide because we knew that it was after the fact that we were taking life, and we knew that we just could not do that. And we had that in our had to have that in our when we signed our next insurance uh, policy. And so this was what the government was asking us, us to do. And you're just. We knew we couldn't do it. You yeah. know, it's just some things, as you were saying earlier, you just can't do. You can't right. go against your conscience. And Correct. they were asking us to go against our conscience. So um, you won that case. We did win that case. Yeah. Thank God you won that
0: case. Right. Um, and, uh, and that, you know, that, that changed uh, the course, I think, for you know, the first real big win for America as we have known it in the past.
1: Which sure uh, helped us because oh, yeah, we, didn't, did. we didn't know what we were going to do. Because people would ask me, what do you do if you win- lose this case? And I said, I don't know what we're going to do, but I do know what we're not going to do under any circumstances, or are we going to pay for someone's abortive pill? And that was what we had decided as a family. In fact, we came together as our family. We call ourselves Gen 1 and our kids Gen 2 and Gen 3, and we had all of them in a meeting to see, do you see this any different? Gen 3, the younger people in our family and all of us stood this, the ground and said, no, 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 we're not going to take life and, uh, for the sake of making profit mm-hmm. at Hobby Lobby stores. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so let's, let's talk about, um, by the way, I think what you went through, and I, I'd love to hear your opinion on this, it almost seems like the good old days compared to what we're facing now.
1: Things have gone... Pretty much south on a daily basis here. I can't even imagine what the government's asking us to do and how they're coming against us if you want to be a Christian. So, somehow or another, today we're seen as the haters, and yet we have the greatest story in the world about Christ who died for us while we're yet sinners. So, we're not the haters, we're the one that's got the best and the greatest love story in the world.
0: I, I have to tell you, I, I've met so many Christians that will come up to me and say, Hey, Glenn, what are we going to what are we going to do? And I'm like, well, there's only one thing left to do. And it's what everybody dismisses. But if we don't turn to God and ask him for forgiveness and help, we're not we're not going to survive. He's the only answer at this point. And people are like, yeah, 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 I know. But what are we going to really do? And I'm like, do you not believe do you not believe that the guy who rose from the dead harder trick than fixing our country? is not i mean people of faith i'm not sure that a lot of them
1: really truly have faith that when it comes down to it yeah whatever happens it's in his hands yeah but i think there's something that we have to do so i think you'll see us our family with a lot of other families coming on a program and you're going to see it you're going to see at the Super Bowl, he gets us so we're wanting to say we being a lot of different people that he gets us he understands all of us he hates who he loves who we hate. And so I think we have to let the public know and 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 create a movement really. But
0: that is a different that's a different movement. I agree with you on that. There's lots we have to do. But that's one of the most important movements I've heard if that's if that's what the movement you're doing. He loves those who hate us. Right. So we have to find a way to love. It doesn't mean don't stand against it. Right. Don't, you've got
1: to be firm right. and clear on your stance. And I'm not moving. But I can't hate them. That's right. We have to present the only answer to this, and it's not politics. And you've already said it. It's him. It's Jesus who died for us, loves us. And until we accept him and know him and his scriptures and his book that he's given us, we're kind of, we can't sell, settle the right. problems we have. So you have, uh, um,
0: you have written a book, Leadership Not by the Book. You're the founder of Hobby Lobby, which started out. I love the, the way you begin. You, you started out making
1: frames with your family in the garage. Exactly, and our boys, we, i made seven cents a piece to put them together. My wife worked for free for five years, so we just crawled for a long period of time. But but we have been blessed to where today we do eight billion dollars, and so it's we've come a long ways. So yeah, I think so. From seven <laughs> cents yep. to
0: yeah. Uh, so. You have twelve principles in here, and I've I've highlighted
1: a, a a few of them. But I want you just to kind of give the overview of the book. Okay, I think you know people ask me why I write the book, and I think one of the greatest reasons I wrote it is for us to understand that we don't own what we have, not because I say so, because the scriptures in the Old Testament as well as the New Testament says that God owns everything. And so I think as we see what we have is owned by Him, then we're nothing but servants. And I say nothing but, I would rather be to serve and to uh, to take care of what God has given us than to have ownership. If you really study down on those that have been wealthy, wealth is a curse. And so how do you handle the curse? And that is to, to uh, be someone that takes God's, uh, what God has given us and know how to handle it.
0: I think we used to understand that concept a lot more. We were a country that had great wealth. but We helped. We helped mm-hmm. each other. We were always the first on the scene. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, it's, that's kind of like government does that. You know? we,
1: we just have this – we're just not the same people. Well, the government's done too much, and that's why sometimes we've backed off where exactly we right. should not have backed off. Yeah. So we want to make sure that what we do with our profits really makes a difference.
0: Okay, so, so let's go through some of the uh, principles that, that I, I'd like to talk to you about. Build for the next 150 years, not just the next generation. I don't think there's people <laughs> – I think there's lots <laughs> of people that are just building for tomorrow, yeah. not even the next generation. Yeah. This is more Chinese in your thinking. Explain.
1: Well, I think it's also thinking about what we're doing in our lifetime. What are we doing that doesn't matter 100 years from now? If you get to thinking and drilling down on that, you want your life to be something that's eternal and not just temporal. So that's what we're doing there. And so we're doing it with making sure that our children come along and serve the Lord and also have the same priorities you do. And that is to have Hobby Lobby going on forever, if possible, and be a ministry to those that are in need. How do you go from a framing place to everything you sell with that?
0: I think there's a lot of people, they separate. I want to talk about family, too, because you talk about this separation. They separate God and and their faith from their business. And they'll
1: come up with all kinds of excuses that, you know, I got to do what I got to do. Right. We got to do business. Right. I don't know how you do it without trying to find the book. This book is called N- Leadership Not by the Book, but it right. hopefully it's by the book. Right. And I really don't know how you do it without following the book because it gives us so much. Our creator has given us a book that really will help us. What are some of the business decisions
0: that you had to make that, you know, that on the surface were nuts, that regular business people go, that that no, but you just. Had assurance. I know this is what he wants me to do, and it'll work out.
1: I think one of those things, and there's a lot of them. I think one of them is just how we treat our employees. Yeah, I, I sense the Lord just gave me uh, uh, the Holy Spirit that you need. You're in charge of these people. I'm putting you in charge of those people, and so now you're saying, "Well, what does that look like?" Well, it looks like they need to go to church on Sunday, so you got to close on Sunday. It looks like maybe that you ought to close at eight and only open sixty-six hours a week. It looks like maybe your minimum wage ought to be eighteen dollars an hour. It looks like maybe you ought to have seven different uh, chaplains to help the people in need that have different problems. So I think it looks like uh, that, uh, and all of these things, by the way, are biblical. But it's also good for business. We are very very profitable. We have no debt, and I think people would say because I know you write about it in the book. People say, how
0: can we get to, you know, $16 an hour? And you're like, we're getting up to eighteen fifty an hour. What are you talking about? And everybody will say, and as I know, I've been around business my whole life. People will make the argument, you can't overpay. You, you, can't, you, you can't make your hourly wage that high because
1: you won't be able to afford it. It'll jack prices up. Yeah, when we first started, we just tried to survive, so you need to understand that. It was just surviving. But as we tried to follow the book, uh, which – there is, what other book do you want to guide your life by? There's only one book that's of God. The rest of them are man. There's only one, and that's his – and he's given us a book, a direction book. And when we follow it, I don't know that there's a I – I can't tell you of a better way to run a business than following the book and follow things that – I think would be pleasing to but our tell lord me, but tell me how um
0: faith is one thing but talk to somebody who doesn't necessarily have the faith just about how the principle of paying your employees doing all of the things that you do how do they convince somebody who doesn't necessarily May have faith, but not your kind of faith.
1: Yeah. Well, my kind of faith believes that God's word, of course, is where we're going to be best in our life and everything that we do. He's given us a, a direction. Our Creator gave us a direction book. But if you don't have faith, why doesn't it look good to take care of your people and they take care of yours? If you had no faith at all, how does that not look good? How does what we're being told in in God's book? How does it look wrong? It just seems to make also common sense. And that's to care people for people if you really want them to care for you so people know by the way who hobby lobby is before they even knock on the door right. for an application and, and because of that i think we get the very very best people that are out there people that have a work ethic people that have integrity and so i think that's one of the secret sauces is just to have great great people it is it's weird too as
0: somebody who is a conservative and a religious person that i was in, i can't remember what city it was in but i think there was a michael's and i didn't know that there was a hobby lobby we go into the michael's and it was just it was just not good and i'm like we got to find a hobby lobby got to find a hobby lobby go into hobby lobby and it was like this little island of respite it was just like oh, i i know things are safe here i know things are the people are going to be nice you know nobody's judging nobody i don't have to have any kind of stupid societal rules you know it's it it's nice it's Nice. I don't you, know if you've ever you know
1: heard who that. we are when you're in our stores. You see, yeah. you hear beautiful, beautiful Christian music. Every department has something that uh, glorifies our Lord. And, and if you come in the front of the store and there's Bibles and there's good Christian books, we have like a miniature Christian bookstore right in the front of our stores. You are breaking every
0: rule of business right you know it's okay you would i know i know but i mean if you were just a business person i think you would walk in and say you're going to be a nice niche store yeah you'll never be hobby lobby and it's just amazing
1: yeah, we're, we're proud of what God has given us. And and by the way, I give a glory to a lot of a great, great people. We have just a lot of great people. Our officers, by the way, average over 25 years. So we have people that stay with us. They love it. They, they love it because they know they're doing something other than just doing something to make the owners rich because that's not what they're doing.
0: Yeah. I, I want to talk to you about one more thing. I take a one-minute break. Um, And then we'll be back. The name of the book is Leadership Not by the Book. David Green and Bill High. Um, And it is it's kind of like Jordan Peterson's book. Just really easy steps. Just follow these if you're in business. Um, All right. Let me tell you about Goldline. People are rioting all over the world right now. I showed you a couple of days ago. I showed you what was happening In the Netherlands, what's happening in Germany on the streets of um, of of England, by the way, 44 days is how long the prime minister lasted. Forty four days. She just stepped down in England. That's the shortest term for any prime minister in the history of England. Things are changing. Please protect yourself from inflation. Protect your 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 nest egg from losing it all. Everything always resets to gold or silver. It's, I mean, it's the gold standard for a reason. It's the thing that had been set back in the days of Moses, set back to gold. Okay. Goldline this week is uh, doing an awful lot in specials. Every gold legal tender bar pack purchased, you're going to receive 50 of the Benjamin Franklin copper rounds at no cost. These are the uh, copper rounds that I designed. They also have them in silver and gold. They have the parting of the Red Sea on the back, which Ben Franklin wanted to be our our seal of our nation. That comes. Also, um, uh, you've got other things that they're throwing in for you. It is really, really... um, Their highest selling products, and they will sell out this week. So go there now. Keep yourself uh, a little safer from financial destruction. Call Goldline. Please do your own homework and see if it's right for you. 866 Goldline or goldline.com. 10 seconds station ID. This is this really stuck out in me in in the book. Um, Yeah. Family first. My family come first after my business stabilizes. After I'm done working on my master's degree, I complete my Ph.D. I I just have to finish this one project and things are going to change. I've said that. I hear that all the time. You say no. Family first.
1: That's right. And when we bring our leaders in, we tell them the same thing. You say, you know, the easiest thing for you to do is your career. That is the easiest thing. But you know what the hardest thing is? Is your marriage and raising children that come up to serve the Lord. And so I really want them as well as myself to make sure we know what's most important in our lives. So that's something that you can do. But how
0: how did you start that? How do you convince somebody that is like overwhelmed at work. They're like, no, I, I, I gotta get this done,
1: or I, I'll, I'll lose my job. Yeah, I think that I, I, I just think if we think very long and we create all of this wealth and have no family and our kids aren't are messed up, can't we think a little bit about that and know that it. How can we not get there? That our family is the most important. That's yeah. that has to be. I don't know how you not get there. To be honest with you. Yeah, we
0: usually say God, uh, country, family. But the founders were very clear: it is God, family, country. Because without the family, there is no country. Exactly. Without the family, there is no job. Eventually. Exactly. Thank you so much for coming. You're on. welcome, um, David Green. Bill High. The name of the book is Leadership by the Book. 12 Unconventional Principles to Drive Incredible Results. Leadership by the Book. Very good. As always, great to talk to you. Enjoyed it. All right, back in just a second, we have an update on the election and new poll numbers that have come out. We'll do that in just a minute. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. If the warranty on your car has expired, listen up, because you're going to need to know what to do if your car breaks down, you know, maybe in the next five minutes. If it's just run out of warranty, I guarantee it'll be the next five minutes. Car repairs are expensive in the best of times, and these aren't the best of times. It's going to be trouble. And if you can't get a part, how much is the rental car going to cost you? I mean, it's just it's uh, you need car protection. Okay, if you're out of warranty, please consider Car Shield. I want you to do your own homework. I want you to look at it, but Car Shield. I have it on my old trucks because honestly, they're not worth fixing. I use them at the farm, and they're perfect for the farm. But I ain't got to get very much for them, even in this economy, uh, because they're old and beat up. And I want to drive them till the doors fall off. I still have a warranty. Because I have Car Shield, It's not exactly a warranty, but it's it is, um, its is—it's insurance. It's like medical insurance for your car. Get it now. 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. Save 10% on your plan. It is carshield.com slash Beck.
2: Now's the time to sign up at blazetv.com slash glenn. Just use the promo code glenn and save 10 bucks.
0: Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I really like David Green. He is really a, a, yeah. I just like him. And I mean, Hobby Lobby, I have spent. I, they, I mean, between <laughs> our tax dollars, mm-hmm. which we all ponied up so they could go against Hobby Lobby and fight them. And then because Hobby Lobby won, which I'm thrilled about. We then had to get our tax dollars together to pay all of the legal bills (laughs) for Hobby Lobby. We've given a lot of money, and then what I've spent at that store—my gosh—is do you go to Hobby Lobby? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, if you have kids, especially, it's like there all the time. I can't tell you how much. Can't tell you how much I have. Anyway, it's great. I love it. It's great. Um, Okay, let me talk to you a little bit about. let me tell you a little bit about the uh voting data there is some new day actual data the turnout is pretty big uh for early voting incredible I, yeah. I would say incredible okay so because we're comparing this now to um a presidential election yeah okay so uh democrats 57% in california This is in 2020, 57 percent at this point had put, you know, that was the balance of the uh, ballots that were coming in. The ballots were coming in 57 from registered Democrats, right? 22 percent from registered Republicans this time, 49 percent are from Democrats and 27 percent are from Republicans. Mm. Now, this doesn't mean anything other than I, I mean, I think that. Uh, Republicans are less likely to vote early, usually. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, we've had candidates you
2: know, encouraging them not to. Right. right? Uh, where Democrats are always encouraged to get out there, get that vote in early. Correct. And there's advantages to campaigns for doing this. Right? right. It means you don't not only do you get the vote and lock it in, you also don't have to spend resources on trying to get that
0: person out on a specific day. It's it's a it's a massive advantage to get your people to vote early, right? Um uh, Florida 51% democrat at this time in 2020. Today, uh it is 42%. That's down 9 percentage points. Mm-hmm. Uh the the last time uh for Republicans, Florida 29%, this time 39%. So the spread is what interests me you're a guy who loves stats does that spread mean anything it means something but it's important not to read too much into it early voting
2: voting data is known to be at times misleading when
0: you're trying to draw grand conclusions out yeah. of it uh, there are a lot i'm of only factors. i'm only drawing from that that We are engaged more than they are at this point that we are more excited about going out and voting, more motivated to go out and vote than they are. Um, And if that continues all the way through, that's a really good sign.
2: That would be a great sign. Yeah. Again, it's just early. Yeah. You know, I think right, you, right. Could, you can take this as an indication that something like this might be happening. Correct. You can't say it's 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 a point it's a point of
0: data, not an entire story. Okay. So there's another poll. This comes out from the New York Times. Okay. Mm-hmm. New York Times poll Asked respondents to select one of the two following statements that is aligning closest to your view, even if they don't match exactly. American democracy is currently under threat. American democracy is not currently under threat. 71% say we are under threat. 21% say no. The poll then took the 71% who thought it was under, uh, under threat and said, where is the threat coming from? Republicans, major threat, 28%, minor threat, 39, not a threat, 29. So the Republicans are a threat to the Republic. Major threat, 20, 28%. Minor threat, 39. Democrats are a real threat. Um, major threat, 33. <laughs> Minor threat, 30 not a threat 34 percent not a threat for democrats or for republicans was 29 so basically about equal yes both sides are saying the other are are threats which shouldn't surprise you no but But when you you need to read into this a little further yeah well save that because i want to give you the rest donald trump major threat 45 percent. minor threat 22 not a threat 31 joe biden major threat 38 Minor threat, 22, not a threat, 37. So not that far off of Donald Trump. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Mainstream media, my a major threat, 59%. Minor threat, 25, mm-hmm. not a threat, 15%. That's
2: incredible. Yeah, this is a really interesting narrative that's developed over the past month or two, which is... The Democrats believed, looking at polling like this, that so many people thought democracy w- was in trouble, that if they ran on January 6th, people would run to them. And there's not a, it's not an insane viewpoint from no. their view, right? Like they, mm-hmm. we saw what happened on January 6th, people mm-hmm. didn't like it, they think democracy is in trouble, and, and let's I think, build that up, let's, talk, let's, let's have these hearings in prime time, let's launch new hearings when we even have right. nothing, let's make
0: everything about Donald Trump. I think think in 2008, that would have been absolutely the thing to do and would have won. But because we had gone through a year of setting cities on fire with nothing. In 2008, in 2008, if Mm -hmm. it would have happened, if somebody would have stormed the Capitol in In 2008, 2008, it would, I mean, people would have, yeah, people would Mm -hmm. have paid attention and went, Whoa! Mm -hmm. But because we had cities on fire. And the government did nothing. We weren't as shocked when people stormed the Capitol. We all saw it and went, oh, Mm. my gosh, this is horrible. It's an interesting point. But it lowered and then gave the equivocation of, wait a minute, wait a minute. You didn't do anything here. You're doing something here. And these people have a reason to be pissed. I mean, it just gave all new wrinkles in the argument that hadn't been there 10, 15 years before. Yeah. And I think the two things the Democrats
2: didn't really understand when they saw this polling early on was while there is real concern for quote unquote democracy in our country, there are much bigger concerns, mm-hmm. right? People are much more concerned about the economy and inflation and crime and the border and many other things than democracy as a, as a voting issue. And number two, they didn't realize that half the people saying they thought democracy under threat, believed the Democrats were the threat. Mm-hmm. They were the ones who were the problem here. It wasn't that everyone thought democracy was under threat because of January 6th or because of Donald Trump. Many of them believed there were problems with the election. Many of them see what is going on when, you know, Republicans are being investigated by the IRS, for example. Uh, all of the corruption and massive problems that have gone on, even outside of the electoral process, just the way the country is run. And so it, while it motivates and animates at some level, it's not the top of the mind issue. And also there's half of the country who see... The What let's say the left is doing with the January 6th Mm -hmm. commission and say, you're you're the ones doing this. You're the ones violating the rules of our democracy. So they really invested
0: a lot of resources in this and it's fallen on its face. Well, I I find it amazing. Mainstream media, major threat, almost 60 percent, 59 percent, minor threat, 25, not a threat, 15, 15 percent. That's about... I think the number of people that work for the federal government and the mainstream media. I mean, that is amazing. It's really bad. That's amazing. One more thing. Yeah. Uh, Also from the New York Times, uh, they ranked major issues by importance. Um, Let's see. Economy was 26. Inflation, 19. And they split those two. But that's the same issue.
2: Right. We're talking that's 45%
0: saying mm-hmm. it's the top issue. It's incredible. That's incredibly high. Now, well, here's what also is interesting to me Trump, Republicans, and crime are in a three way tie with climate change. I don't believe this poll. Clim- crime is tied with Trump, Republicans, and climate change. Crime? You know, you- you're only going to get climate change and Trump, Republicans. You get. You know, no, I mean, each side uh, or you get double because climate change is really important and Trump Republicans are really important. But crime, you get both parties saying crime. Yeah. I mean, again, this is the I think the way the poll is phrased is top issue. Is that right?
2: Um, not just is it an issue, but is that your top issue? So I think a yeah. lot of people who might say crime or yeah, might say okay. the
0: border are instead saying yeah, economy right. or inflation. You're right. I would say because it's number three on my list. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So you have uh, economy, inflation, the state of democracy, immigration, then climate change with Trump Republicans and crime. So. And where, uh, where was abortion? again?
2: Abortion was fifth, four percent. So think about what they've invested in here. I know. The democracy thing, which is not paying off at all. The Trump Republicans. The Trump Republicans thing, which is not paying off at all. And abortion. And abortion. They've, they've funneled all their resources. And now there's pretty significant evidence that independent women are turned off by all of this abortion focus. It was like, wait a minute. Like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm talking about independent pro-choice women who are saying, well, you know, pro, pro-choice is it's an important issue for me. But guys, like, I got to pay my bills. I got to right. be able to afford bread. Right. You know, they're seeing this as like, wait a minute, you're focusing on that in this time. Mm-hmm. I think it's important, too, and I want to fight for it. But wait a minute. Like, I can't get my kids to school because gas
0: is five dollars a gallon. This is the, I mean, this is the number one thing. I mean, the, the the number one lesson from political campaigns in my lifetime has been the economy, the economy, people Look at their pocketbook first, first when things are going badly. James Carville. Yeah. I mean, it's the economy stupid, but it was before that, too. If things are going poorly for the average person, the party in charge is not going to do well. How they have, I mean, maybe because they just knew the economy wasn't going to do well because we're dismantling it. We're just dismantling it. Yeah, and I think people a lot of times look at the economy as, oh, gosh, people
2: just care about money. They, they, no, no. Y- y- the, the economy is your entire pragmatic life, it's, right? It's it, your family. It's everything. It's, it's your entire existence, mm-hmm. right? It's how, when, if you have enough money, you can do the things that you want to do. You can spend your time pursuing the, the happiness you want to pursue. There's a reason why people like getting rich. Well, it's, it's not just not because even, they want shiny it's things. Even, it's not even rich. No, it's, I know. But I'm just saying that this yeah. is why people pursue it. I know. Not because they want shiny things in their apartment right. or diamonds. That's all nice. But of course, what it is, is you're able to do the things you want to do that you believe in, that you think are important, to spend time with your kids instead of busting your butt at a second job. All these things are, are crucial to people's lives. And while, yes, I don't know what the max is, Glenn. Maybe we can. Maybe there's some liberals in our audience that can answer this. How many abortions can you have in a year? How many abortions are you going to have in a lifetime? Even if you really love abortion, how many times are you going through that? A couple? You know, I I guess you could have a... I don't know how many per week you can have, but I know how many times I go to the grocery store every week. (laughs) Yeah. I know how many times I go to the gas pump every week. You're doing this all the time. These are things that affect your daily life. And while you might think abortion is a... Again, I
0: do not support this view.
2: But you might think, "Hey, this is a good get out of jail free card that I might use once in my life in a tough Can spot." Can I tell you
0: something? This is a bad way to put it, but this is what I think you're you're going for. It's horrible to say this, but it's a luxury item. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's 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 not a necessity. To, For most to end the life people. of a child. Yeah. <laughs> it's not For a most people, they're not right. like, you know, it's like you said, yeah. get out of free uh, get out of jail free card. It's something that some people look at as a way out of a problem. Mm-hmm. So that's a luxury item. Right. And we know half the country doesn't agree with it at all. At all.
2: Half of the country are males. So you're talking about, let's say, 25 percent of the country that would even consider at any point getting an abortion. And then you consider you got to eliminate that to the people who would actually do it. So what are you at? Five percent of the nation? Now, I'm like, I'm not saying that's not a it's not an important issue, but it goes back to quickly how Stacey Abrams talked about this the other day. In their minds, you can abort your way out of inflation. You can
0: abort your way into a good economy. That's a totally different view than the average person. I have to tell you, you lost me at uh, men can't have babies. Ah, crap. Uh, Crap. I broke a rule. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you about American financing. A listener named Philip. Philip had just done uh, his work with American financing and got his home equity to pay off his credit card debt. Not only did they help him with the process, but they also ended up saving him about eight hundred dollars a month. Wow, that's that's an additional ten grand in cash. This is why I say, just call them, call them, see if they can help you. That's tremendous. Eight hundred dollars a month in your credit card paid off. Uh, okay, now that's real monthly savings. Please do yourself a favor and call American Financing today. Just give them 10 minutes. Go over your financing. Just see if you could be saving stuff. There's no strings attached. Just ask them. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Got to start saving money. This is a great place to begin. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Back Program. Miss a day, miss a lot.
2: Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Santa.
0: You know, we were just talking off the air about, you know, what are you going to run on? If you're if you're the Democrats, what are you going to buy? Run on your equity uh, nonsense and Black Lives Matter. The, the streets are on fire. Uh, what's happening in our schools? We care about your children. Really? Because that's on fire. Uh, you know, even gay rights is no longer gay. Right. That's like simp- that's simple. That's simple. How about not having strippers in my kids' classrooms? Well, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. So you can't run on that. You can't run on the economy. You can't run on, you know, we're safer today than we were. The guys on television saying, you know, we're close to Armageddon. I mean, holy cow, what could you run on?
2: Now, this is why they are trying to make abortion the issue and then why they're trying to run on you know, the democracy thing and all of these issues that people are it's not at the top of their priority list they've got nothing else and i have some sympathy for the strategists on the democratic side that are trying to figure this out they've got nowhere to go but they've got nowhere to go because they failed They've done a terrible job running the country, and they've destroyed it in so many different ways. And that's why they don't have an argument.
0: The fear and the madness ends November 8th.